So this week's episode is a little different. Uh, we thought we'd give you sort of a little educational episode this time. We had Zed Williamson on, who's the CEO and founder of Trackable Med. He was one of our sponsors, and we started getting some questions from our listeners, and we thought, well, why don't we bring him on so we can really sort of share his ideas? They are really very unique within the marketing space. And so this is really, you know, I found it to be really quite educational. It's really sort of based on the, the innards of the brain as to how we make decisions and how patients decide what treatments they want and what matters to them. There's this thing called negativity bias, which is really sort of based on the neuroscience, which is really based on our genetic makeup. I, I really thought this was a quite fascinating episode. There's some real pointers that I'm taking away. And what I like most about it is we're really trying to educate doctors, but we're also providing some great counsel to our listeners who are patients and for their family members as well. I know you're going to like this episode. Hashtag follow the front. This episode of the Ortho Show podcast is brought to you by Trackable Med. You work like crazy, but you make less every year. You feel busy, but it's not with the procedures you want. The problem is you rely on referrals, which are out of your control. Maybe you've tried advertising, maybe a new website, but there are always questions. Is it working? Am I wasting money? How can you get more of the patients you want on purpose? Trackable Med. Trackable Med was born out of a frustration with an advertising industry riddled with a lack of accountability to actual outcomes. With Trackable Med, it's all about the results defined as something you can deposit into a bank account. Results are achieved through an approach rooted in neuroscience, advertising, web design, and even appointment setting patient engagement solutions. Everything is designed with purpose towards your goal and all with no contracts. Find out if accelerating patient demand for your practice with Trackable Med is a good fit for you. Visit trackablemed.com and click on free consultation. From Medical Media, this is The Author Show. Hello, world. Dr. Scott Sigmund, your favorite opioid-sparing orthopedic surgeon here for another episode of the Ortho Show podcast. This week, we're bringing on Zed Williamson, who's the CEO and founder of Trackable Med. He was one of our lead sponsors. We got a lot of inquiries from our listeners about what this whole Trackable Med thing was about. It's really very uh, fascinating based on the science. And so we've got Zed on the show. What a pleasure to have you on. Hello. Thank you so much for uh, having us on the show. I'm actually super excited about this. Thrilled to have you have you back on as well. And I know I've sort of done one of your podcasts as well. So just give us a little background as to who you are and how you got to this space in Trackable Med. Sure. So uh, really, you know, when it comes to starting the company, I actually come from the advertising world of things and I am not fond of the industry. I think it is totally riddled with a complete lack of accountability to actual outcomes. Um, people who advertise out there or who market, this may sound familiar, but you know, media companies tend to brag about their audiences. Advertising agencies brag about the cute messages they make. But very rarely does someone actually say, here's the outcome, here's the result, and let's measure to it. Uh, so when I started Trackable Med, it was out of a frustration for that. And we built a company that is based on results defined as something that you can deposit into a bank account. That's what we do. You know, 
the cool other metrics that we measure, they're good for leading indicators, but in reality, the result can only be something that's deposited into a bank account. And then the way we do it is really what people find is different is it's through an understanding of neuroscience. So the human brain is actually pretty predictable. Um, so if you pay attention to bias, you pay attention to heuristics, you can create messaging that drives very specific patients into practices across all specialties. So we're excited about getting the message out to uh, the orthopedic surgeons out there. That's great. So I want to take a deep dive on the, the neuroscience thing, because I think that's really a, a unique shtick that you guys have. And it's not a shtick. I mean, it's your it's your mantra. It's the basis of your the foundation of your business. You know, physicians were grown up that we're not going to advertise. That's not something that we should be doing, right? You just hang up your shingle. You go talk to a few new primary care doctors and you wait around. And yep. 20 years later, you got yourself a busy practice. But the other thing is, is that you know, we're not, we, we're every day we're asked to do more and we're getting paid less. I mean, you can't mm -hmm. turn on the TV or look at any sort of a, a, a medical space talking about revenue cycle for physicians. It's going down. So we, they need help. Doctors need help. We have businesses, we have employees, we got bills to pay, right? And we want to provide state-of-the-art healthcare as well. So, uh, so I love that. So let's talk about the, the neuroscience. What are the behaviors Mm -hmm. that, that we do and how do you identify them? Because that's that's really what you guys are doing great. Yeah, that's it's a it's a good question. You know, we believe that a healthy business is going to be able to treat more patients. So that's why we believe it matters for these private specialty practices to be in control of their own destiny. It drives me nuts to think about the idea of sitting around and waiting for a referral when you can just take it in your own control. So the way you do that when it comes to neuroscience and heuristics bias, what the hell am I talking about when I say all this stuff? If you think about the brain, we've had it for quite some time. It is old software. It really has a single purpose and that is survival. And if you go back in time and you look at how we have survived, we really shouldn't have, right? We're squishier. We're, we're less hairy. We don't have claws. Our teeth aren't as big. There should have been a lot of things that could have taken us out, but we have this brain. And heuristics is basically just another word for a shortcut to decision. And our brain is built with these heuristics that kept us alive. One of them, for instance, being negativity bias. The fact that we will give way more weight to something that's negative than we will positive. And it's a learning mechanism. If I learn what kills me fast, I survive longer. If, you know, Thag and Thork are walking down a path and there's a snake and Thag goes, ooh, food, reaches down to grab it, snake bites him, Thag dies. Well, Thorpe goes, ooh, snake's bad, don't pick up. And it you know, goes through our society. So what we do is we do behavioral interviews of patients. It's not a testimony. It's not how much they love you as a surgeon, but it's uncovering the triggers, the actual biologically built-in heuristic triggers of behavior that keeps them from taking action. And when we understand what holds someone back from taking action, we can then create messaging that creates that action. That's fascinating. So, so you literally, so let's say I'm a doc and, I, and I'm struggling in my practice and I, you know, I got to do something, you know, I, I'm going to use the line from, from my dear friend, Matthew Ray Scott, which is, you know, you, you, you jump into the money pit of traditional marketing and then you're not sure really whatever comes out of it, but right. I know I need help. And so, all right, I'm going to call Zed because because I really like this trackable bed neuroscience thing. It sounds kind of cool. 
So we engage. And I say, I'm going to sign on the dotted line here. I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I'm a sports medicine specialist. So what are you going to do? What's the first step that you take in order to help me gain more patients? The first step is understanding what is the actual result? You know, what is that defined goal? Because one of the biggest challenges in business is we get into this, well, I'll try this. I'll try this. I'll see if this is good. If you don't decide what your destination is, it's going to be really hard to determine the track to follow. So first thing we want to do is what is success? What are you witnessing a month from now, two months, three months from now? What are you witnessing that you know that this was a great freaking decision? And, and I use the word witness on purpose because that's what we have to get to. We have to get to that point of what are, what are we witnessing in the practice? And once we understand that, then what we're going to do is we're going to uncover the barriers that's keeping that from happening. And that's going to involve talking to a couple patients, um, paying attention to what's going on with website, uh, any kind of messaging that's out there, looking at everything that's holding it back. And then we create messaging and then deliver it so that we drive the response to get you to that thing that you want to witness. Um, How do we do it? We're agnostic to the tool. We're fanatically uh, religious towards the result. So it depends, you know, your market, it might be a mix of digital advertising and some tweaks on your website. You might have a target audience where you can crush it with good old fashioned broadcast TV and uh, tweaks to the website, whatever it is. And then sometimes we answer people's calls. So we're also an appointment setting call center. The scripting we use is also based in neuroscience. So imagine you run a commercial, someone wants to hear it. They call, they call your office. Here's unfortunate truth. Offices miss 42% of all calls. We did a 7,000 call study to uncover that number. 28 practices all during business hours, 42% of patients trying to reach a practice got zero. So, so they, they call, they get an operator. Nope. They, oh, with e- us? Yeah, no. they with us, they do. But in that study we did, 42% got to nothing. <laughs> That's not very good. All right, so so let's just back up the bead footage here for a little bit. Let's be very specific because I want our listeners not to just at the 36,000 foot. So I'm a sports medicine specialist, yep. okay? And, and I'm not seeing enough patients. So one of my goals is I want more patients. And then the other goal is I only want to do rotator cuff surgery and ACL surgery. I don't want to do any other surgery. Perfect. And moving forwards, those are my goals. More patients, not just more patients, but more patients that I want to see. How are we going to do that? So that's the greatest thing to tell trackable med. It's when you stop the sentence at more patients, that's when we kind of go, okay. When you say, I want to only do this, that's very helpful. So then we're going to talk to only those patients in your practice. And we're going to uncover the barriers of that person in getting treatment. Here's what's crazy. So first of all, uh, you remember the old baseball movie, Field of Dreams? Build it and they will come. Sure. That's right. That line right there. Everyone can say it. In business, in marketing, it's when you build it, no one cares. (laughs) And so if you advertise the existence of your practice and you advertise that you can fix shoulders and you can fix knees, it does not matter because humans are designed to filter that out. So what we want to do is we want to uncover you want to do more shoulders, more knees, We're going to create the message. So that person that has that issue, here's the secret. There are patients that are not being treated. It's because they've already decided they believe something that's incorrect about treatment or options or need. 
Many patients believe they're supposed to live this way, so they just keep on doing it. Many patients believe it's because of how old I am. I guess this is just the way it is. Many patients believe the only solution is some hacksaw surgery that's going to you know, take me near death. People do not understand what options they have, and so they already put themselves on a path of never coming to you. And it doesn't matter how loud you scream from the rooftops that you're an orthopedic surgeon that can fix their shoulder. It is just falling on deaf ears. So what we want to do is we want to take advantage of how the brain is set up, create messaging where that patient goes, oh my gosh, they're talking about me. How do I get that solution? And then we provide them you. So it's an interview process then for for patients in particular to find out what the negativity bias may be and then establish a positive message trying to speak directly to the patient about their individual concerns. You know, it's funny. So you're, you're half right. You don't want to use positive messages. And now here, this is might be where I lost everybody. What are you talking about? We don't want to use positive messages. Well, negativity bias tells us that people pay more attention to negative than positive. So if I talk to you about the hope for future, your brain is built to ignore me. If I talk to you about alleviating immediate pain, your brain is built to pay attention. So if I talk to you all this about, we can make you feel better and this, that, and the other, literally deaf ears again. And so much, think about advertising. Here's the worst advertisement. The worst advertisement says the name of the practice, says how good they're going to make you feel, and then provides data to prove it. That's the worst commercial you can make. And it's 99.9% of them. You're going to give a little pearl here as to what you could do. I mean, we don't want to give away everything for free, but giving away some stuff for free does help. So absolutely give it to us. So here's the thing. The beginning of a commercial should get the patient nodding about their current situation. So let's, let's talk about, I'll go with another specialty. Um, let's say you understand uh, the idea that people have chronic sinus infections. Well, you don't start a commercial saying, Hey, do you have chronic sinus infections? Because you, you're going to lose the audience. They've already made decisions about themselves. But you might say something like, you feel pressure in your head. It's above your eyes. It's below your eyes. There's constant congestion. When you bend over to tie your shoes, you feel this pressure just exploding inside your forehead. Sometimes the top teeth feel sore. You're tired. It's embarrassing. You may suffer from chronic sinus infections. And the patient is going, oh, gosh, that's me. And now what we can do, we haven't used any positive things. We've only connected negatively about their pain. And now we can present them a path to a solution. Here's something this might tick some of the people on your audience off. And I'm sorry if it does. Surgeons, you're not the hero of this story. Patients are the hero. The surgeon is the guide. And so often messaging is about making the surgeon the hero that that actually does not get heard. And if you think about true stories of heroes, the most important person in the story is the guide. It's why this hero can achieve what they can achieve. And so when we treat the patient as the hero of the story, then the surgeon gets to be that guide that takes them from that state of misery and brings them across the gap that that patient actually did not believe was possible. And that's where you accelerate this patient population into your practice. That's fascinating. It's almost like 
and it may come natural for some doctors in their in their branding, et cetera, but letting the patients do the talking uh, for you rather than you doing the talking about how wonderful you are. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's where social media in particular has really made a difference. And I think why uh, doctors that sort of use social media to their advantage are taking advantage of that. The other thing that sort of comes to mind, it's very interesting and you keep talking about like the brain and the saber tooth tiger days and, you know, and uh, you know, you only had to be faster than the guy next to you. Right. right. But, uh, but literally, you know, the, the basic core to our brain, you know, the, the senses, the smell, the, the vision, the taste, the touch, those are the things that are deepest part of our brain that have been, have been part of evolution from the beginning. Right. So there's those core feelings that you have. So if you get to the core feelings, the deepest part, then it resonates potentially for people to listen. And so it's a real fascinating, it's it's science-based, which is interesting. It's not just off the cuff, throw up a whiteboard, put up some ideas, and then throw some money at it. So that's interesting. So it's a, it's a kind of a cool concept. And w- what I love about it is because I'm a I'm a I'm a data science guy, I guess, and it becomes predictable. And that's how we know that we're doing the right thing where we go, okay, you want to achieve this outcome and give us a couple of weeks. And then we'll know how we just achieve it on purpose going forward. And it's, you nailed it with the emotion. I mean, imagine you're, someone's going to drive down the road today and see a billboard of a medical office. And it's going to be some smiling physicians kind of standing to the side in their white coats. Is there a patient in the world that went, gosh, if there's only doctors that wore white. Hey, there's a billboard. Those guys wear white coats. I should go there. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, thank God for COVID because I'm wearing my black scrubs to work every day for the rest of my life. So that whole thing goes out. But that's real. But again, I think that's a loud message to be heard to our listeners, especially our physician doctors, where we are focused, where we've learned so much. We've taken decades to train. Then it takes to become a master at what we do takes reps and reps and reps. And we want to tell everybody how wonderful we are. That's why you should come and see me. But it's a very different tactic, Trackable Med, and how you're going to still attract those patients. At the end of the day, I like I like it, which is, uh, say it back to me one more time about the, the way in which you know that this works is because of, the, of compensation. What's the terminology exactly again? Uh, making it predictable. Oh, the result defined as something you deposit into a bank account. Yes, that's that's a wonderful line. And I can tell you, you know, we want to heal. We are healers, right? At the end of the day, uh, the way in which we, we, we take care of our patients and get compensated is hopefully having patients get better and heal faster and be able to say nice things about us. So I think it's a, it's a real fascinating idea. Let's play, let's do a little role play here again. You know, everyone knows, you know, that, uh, that I'm with OrthoLaser, the chief medical officer and founder so let's say, let's say, let's just throw OrthoLaser into the mix, right? We have a new modality, right? It's not actually a new modality, but it's a new modality to people that haven't really heard about it, right? It's not taught in medical school curriculums. Most patients don't know about it because their doctors have never offered it to them. But yet we've got a lot of data to really say that this thing works. So, so how are we going to get these patients, you know, that are going to say, hey, this is really cool. I want to go get OrthoLaser. Walk us through that through Trackable Med. Yeah, that's great. Um, I, and so first, I'm going to start in a way that that will not work. And, I, and you said something important because it matters. Data matters, right? It doesn't matter in how we decide. And people are going to disagree with me in their mind. So I'm just going to ask everyone to hang with me on this. 
our brain is designed to make decisions emotionally. Um, it's, it's the limbic system. That's, part, that's what that part of the brain does. What makes us human, what changes us from the dog, is we have this prefrontal cortex. That's where logic resides. But if you think about those two things, the limbic system, imagine it's this gigantic elephant. And the prefrontal cortex is the little guy riding the elephant. If that elephant wants to go somewhere, guess what the guy on top does? He goes to. If the guy on top wants to steer the elephant, realistically, only if everything is set up perfectly will that happen. If the elephant wants to go somewhere, it's going. The little guy on top does not matter. So you cannot change someone's decision with data. Now, people are going to go, no, it's not true. I go, well, eh, eh. here's the thing. Emotionally, you're deciding, and this is called confirmation bias. You will justify what you believe with data. And that's the, the little guy on top of the elephant. So when we talk to patients, what we want to do is we want to talk to them about where they are. And here's what's interesting. So think about an orthopedic surgeon uh, bringing patients into the practice. Why do patients, and I'm, act I'm actually asking you this question, why do you think a patient may choose to avoid booking an, an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon when they're dealing with something? Well, because they may have to get some sort of a treatment that they're scared or worried or concerned about or take time out of work or time away from family, et cetera. And is it possible that they have that belief without doing any true understand, understood research? Absolutely. Every day. Okay. If you YouTube knee surgery as a patient, are you seeing things that make you comfortable or are you seeing what people went to for Halloween when they went to these, uh, you know, haunted houses? It's, it's not, we're not creating a world that helps patients search and find treatment that fits for them. So what I would want to do with an ortho laser me uh, message is I don't want to talk to the patient who should be getting treated. They are in pain and it's affecting their life. And what they're doing is they're saying, I don't want to go to my primary care because all they do is freaking give me Vicodin. I don't want surgery. So I don't want an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon. So I guess I just have to live this way. I guess I can't get down on the floor and play with my grandkids or kids. I guess I can't play the sports that I really identify with for the last 20, 30 years of my life, I just have to change. That's, that's not good. No. That, who, who is that healthy for? If your parent ever said those words, you'd want to grab them and go, come on, let's, we're, we're getting this fixed. You are not giving up. But there's no one talking to that patient that way. And so I'd want to talk to that patient where they are and just call out those challenges. You're sick and tired of going to urgent care and primary care because they keep giving you drugs you don't want to take. You don't want to feel that way. But you, you don't want surgery either. You feel stuck. There's nowhere for you to go. Let me tell you about ortho laser. Now, you might think it's a crazy idea that lasers are going to help, but here's the data that shows why this is different and how this might be the perfect next step for you. And now you've given a home for this patient that feels lost. You, if you want to see gravitational pull towards something, find someone who's lost and give them a beam of light to go towards. They will. Go, it's like moth to flame. And so the ortho laser model 
is really going to be interesting in every market that it opens in because patients are going to find that they can go get treated when they thought nothing was for them. And now guess what? Now they're in, they're in the system. And there's going to be a point where surgery might be the best option. And now there's a relationship built. And that patient's now part of the journey. They're not just YouTubing horrible videos over the weekend, making decisions that are based on bad information. You know, it's really fascinating because I was listening carefully and, you know, most doctors are all about the data, okay? And the way in which they practice clinical medicine, they have been taught needs to be based on the data. One of the things we hear all the time is level one evidence, level one randomized controlled trials about how you're going to help a patient. I can imagine as a doctor, it's like, you know, the school teacher for Charlie Brown and you're going in and reading randomized controlled trials, wah, 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 right? That's what the patient's hearing. And yet, you know, the patient doesn't want the data. The patient wants solutions in their lives that there may not be present now that can help them. And so understanding that, I think, can bridge the gap in communication for what a physician is trying to accomplish in healing their patient and what the patient needs along the way in their path of perhaps getting to surgery, but there are alternative options that are available as well. And I've never really thought about it in those specifics, but I think that it really is the truth. The doctors are trained from day one, evidence-based medicine, data, transparency, tell it to your patients, but they're probably just not listening. Well, you nailed it. The more you learn, this is crazy. The more you learn and become an expert at something, it automatically makes you worse at communicating it to other people. It's called the curse of knowledge. Think of the foundational knowledge a surgeon has. How many times you've made an incision? How many times you've moved muscle to the side? How many times you've cut through bone and done this, that, and the other? Completely normal. The patient, they're fainting. They, they, they have no foundational understanding that this, is, that this is easy. You say anesthesia, they faint. You say incision, it's a small incision. What incision is small? You're, you're cutting me open. That's what's <laughs> going on in the patient. But the physicians are cursed with that knowledge. And so structuring how you communicate to what this person who has, has no foundational knowledge and what, what I guarantee you right now, there are listeners nodding their head because they know people who talk to patients that way and they've witnessed the difference in how patients respond when there's that understanding that there's this difference between the foundational knowledge of all that learning that you've done as a surgeon. This is really great because, you know, our listener base is not just orthopedic surgeons. Actually, it's probably a minority of our listeners. It's really, you know, we have listeners from 25 different countries around the world and, and all different uh, occupations, et cetera. So this has really been very educational, I hope, for our doctor listeners, but also for our patient listeners to know that seek out a doctor that doesn't look at you with just the data and the curse of knowledge, but can talk to you, you know, at a level that you're comfortable, that you can have a great conversation that's really discussing the, the true intricacies and the reasons why in your daily living, why you're sitting in that chair. And I think then you can communicate and come up with really great solutions. This was fantastic, Zed. Wasn't sure where we were going to go on this segment, but I, I learned a lot. I know our listeners are going to learn a lot. Just tell everybody 
where they can find you, because I know a lot of people are going to want to find you after this episode. Where are they going to get you? Appreciate it. It was great to be on the show. Uh, I'm going to give you two things. First, you can connect with me, Zed Williamson, on LinkedIn. Super easy to find me. Uh, secondly, you can go to trackablemed.com. And if you want to set up a conversation, just click the button and be sure you put Ortho Show in the comments. Um, and we'd be happy to chat with you. Wonderful. Negativity bias and, and a program of healing that's based on neuroscience. I love it. This is Dr. Scott Sigmund, hashtag follow the fro, host of the Ortho Show. Till next time.